Social Zoom Factor, Episode 63. Driving results in business these days takes something special. It's a combination of the right info and the right energy. Pam Moore has both and is here to help you avoid the pitfalls and guide your business and life by leveraging and integrating social media, powerful branding, and digital marketing. Welcome to Social Zoom Factor. Now it's time to live life zoomed. Hey there, Zoomers, and welcome to Social Zoom Factor. Hope this podcast finds you rocking the week. Today, we are going to talk about the difference between a social media community and a social media self-serving empire. And my question for you is, are you nurturing a social media community or a self-serving empire? How goes it? What are you doing? I guarantee you, by the end of this podcast today, you will have a better feeling. You will know deep inside your heart whether you are building a community or a self-serving promotional empire that's all about you. So we all know that there are pressures from the first moments that we jump online and we signed up for our first social media profile accounts. Can you remember when you first signed up? I know. I first signed up for Twitter in early 2009 and I was still in corporate and I remember how silly it was to be tweeting into what seemed like thin air. And my first tweet read something like, hello, is anybody out there? And right away, I learned that, wow, I could send a few tweets and I would get clicks. And of course, from the first day on Twitter, I was all about measurement and I already knew how to track the URLs and I knew where I was getting clicks and if I wasn't. So I got pretty excited. Happens to all of us. We jump on these social networks. However, we are very quickly humbled because it isn't very long before you realize, hey, I don't have very many followers. Who's really listening to me? And the ones that are smart, those of us who get it and understand marketing and business, we know it's going to take time to earn real friends, to earn trust, to really be able to drive business results that are measurable. And we also know that there is much more to this whole social media thing than just a Facebook page, a Twitter handle, or a bunch of followers or influence and clout score. Seeing results using social media requires so much more and it requires for us to set goals, to build a plan, to know our audience, have a deep understanding of what our audience needs from us and a plan for how we are going to serve them. And I encourage you to check out our other episodes. I have loads of content in the Social Zoom Factor podcast on all of these things, on how to build your brand, on how to set goals, on how to build a social media strategy, how to build a social business plan, how to get in the head of your audience with worksheets and white paper. So I encourage you to check them out. I'm not going to list them all for you in this podcast, but you can go to socialzoomfactor.com dot com slash 63. And that will take you straight to the page with the show notes where everything will be. You want to know what happens to many brands and marketing leaders immediately when they sign up for Facebook, when they set up their first business page? You remember the day that you did that? Or maybe you haven't done that yet. If you haven't done that yet, then this podcast is going to help you make sure you start right from the beginning. But what happens for many marketers when they first sign up for that first Facebook page is they quickly 
realize, boy, nobody's really seen my content. Because did you know that 97 to 98% of people who ever sign up for a Facebook business page never visit that page again? So this combined with the fact that it takes at minimum four to five brand impressions before making a lasting impression and someone who experiences your brand makes it extremely important that you are focused on more than getting Facebook likes, okay? So you are falling victim to then trying to figure out what this Facebook algorithm is. And the thing is, it's what happens after the like that matters the most. What happens after somebody likes your page? What have you done to inspire them before they liked it to do more than just like your Facebook page? Because if your only goal is to get them to like your Facebook page, you are building an empire, not a community. A community involves people communicating. It involves people sharing information. It involves you as a community leader leading that community, not just setting up a Facebook page so people can come quote unquote like you. And the key to seeing results on social is truly about providing value. It's about being a community leader, about building something that people want to be a part of that is bigger than what they can be by themselves, which is what we talk about in episode 61, is people don't just buy things, they join things and they want to be part of something bigger. A community offers something bigger than what me or you can do as individuals or what our community members can do as individuals and by themselves. And we get a ton of calls every week from people who fill out our web contact forms asking i.e. begging us to help them get more Facebook likes. And this is usually a first and very, very large red flag is when the web form says, I need this many likes and I need to increase my influence scores and I need to have this many followers, whatever the metrics may be. Somebody along the way has really educated them wrong as to what social is about and how they really should be measuring success. And that is a whole other discussion in a nutshell that we'll have soon. Setting goals for only getting Facebook likes is not going to help you achieve your business goals. Seeing results with social media takes time and it requires integration to your business. And the same thing goes for building communities. If you want to build more than an empire of people that just are liking you because you're driving them crazy and you're pushing them to click like or whatever it may be, you're not going to see the results that you are looking for. So how do you balance the need to keep your community growing, to keep those metrics growing? Because the metrics do matter. It matters that you are growing a fan base. The likes matter, but it's what you do with those likes that also matter. So how are you going to balance the need to keep the community growing and thriving and the need to service your existing audience with the need to grow your business? The answer to this question is actually pretty simple. You need to serve your community the best possible content that you can that helps them meet business goals. So focus on being as relevant as you possibly can. Nurture relationships and provide value at every single brand touch point. Inspire your audiences to connect with you with the goal of helping them achieve their 
goals and objectives. You will then achieve yours by default. The likes, the follows, and all of the people in your social communities, remember they are people. They're not just avatars. And when you connect with them as people, then you are going to bring them closer to your brand. You are going to be building a social media community, not just a social media empire. Because an empire is about you. An empire is about your actions. It's what you want them to take. It's not about providing value to your community. And so I'm going to provide a list of things that I want you to think about. I want to give you some traits of behaviors of what people are usually doing when they are building an empire versus a community. So I'm just going to ask you some questions, pretty obvious the answers, and I want you to think about these things so you can kind of go through a mindset shift of your own. If you have been focusing on empire building versus true community, I hope that these things are going to make you think in a different way and maybe just acknowledge and realize some of the behaviors that you may be doing are actually pushing people further away from your brand versus bringing them in. And remember when I do these tough love type of episodes, my whole number one goal is just to help you. It's not to hurt you or make you feel silly or any of those things, but I have a get real type of approach and I tell things like it is. So I want you to wake up and smell the social coffee and realize if you were doing these things, just acknowledge it and it's time to make some changes. So number one, are you posting silly Facebook images and posts to your Facebook page just to increase that Facebook algorithm, you know, what used to be called the edge rank? Or are you providing value to your audience? So are most of your posts silly focused on edge rank, algorithm type of movement versus value to your audience. And this is pretty easy to assess. Just go take a look at your Facebook feed that you are posting. What type of content is there? If you were a member of your community, would you want to read that content? Would it be valuable? Make a list of the key things that your audience needs from you if you haven't done that in a while. And then go take a look at your Facebook page and think, am I solving those problems. Do the posts that I have on my Facebook page solve those problems? Am I helping my audience? That answer is going to help you answer the question. Are you focused on value to your audience or are you focused on increasing that Facebook ad rank? Number two, are you driving your community crazy asking for likes, follows, and tweets? Only you know if you're doing this. Do you spend half your day asking for retweets? or sitting on Facebook telling them to go join you somewhere else, which is number three. So are you tweeting numerous times a day, every day, the same tweets, and asking people to join you on other networks? So this, an example would be, are you on Twitter telling people to come join you on Facebook, to come join you on Google Plus or LinkedIn? Is that your auto tweets every day? Quit if that's what you're doing. Enable people to connect with you first, particularly if you are just starting out. And I know you want to grow your community on every single platform. We all do. But pick one or two platforms and focus there. Focus on 
earning trust first, on establishing relationships, and on building community on one social network, and then add a second one. And the thing is, is that relationships are the life raft as technology changes, as technology evolves. And no matter where you end up going, if you have a solid following, a solid community on even one social network, then they're going to be inspired to follow you to some of those other networks. Number four is do you treat your community like likes, followers, LinkedIn contacts, or human beings? So are you humanizing your brand? Are you respecting your community members as humans, or are you treating them like a number, like just a part of something that doesn't matter? Are you treating them like they matter? Are you treating them like humans? Are you just looking at them as a like or a follow? Number five, are you listening to what your community is telling you? So are you picking up on the vibes, whether they be good or bad? Are you watching the tone of conversations? Are you seeing how they are replying to you, responding to you? And this just amazes me because every day I see so many brands and people who are spamming their social networks. However, they have people that are replying back to them and telling them they're spamming. So they may be pushing out URLs or they may be launching a new product or service or a new mobile app and they're telling everybody about it. They're tweeting to influencers or whoever it may be. And people are replying and saying, why are you spamming me these links? However, the brand or the marketing leader keeps doing it and they keep spamming. And I see them do this every single day. They will reply and they will say, oh, you know, we're just, this is the reason they make up some excuse. Well, we just launched Listen to what people are telling you. Listen to the words that they're sharing with you, even if it is the written word. Look at the tone of the conversation. If you send out a link to five people and even two of the five write back to you or tweet back to you or respond back to you on LinkedIn and tell you they saw your message as spam, you need to acknowledge you're probably coming across as a spammer. So it is really important that you look at that feedback, that you listen to those conversations and you're picking up on the tone and the sentiment of the conversation that is happening with you and about you online. Number six is do you care, I mean truly care, what your community has to say? And if they are offering you this subtle or really blunt feedback, are you listening and showing that you care? So if you're getting bad feedback, are you changing your ways or are you writing them off as a troll or a hater? Okay, think about that. Number seven, do you know the people in your community? Who are they? What are their demographics? Where do they live? What do they do on the weekends? What do they do during the week? How old are they? Where do they work? You know, what is it that they need from you? When is the last time that you looked at your Facebook insights? Not with the goal to see what your viral metrics were or how much your community is growing, but with a goal to understand your audience. What content is connecting with them? What content is the most engaging to them? Those are some of the metrics you really need to be looking at so you can know the people in your community. You know, take a look at your Google Analytics. Go and download. We have a great worksheet that you can download at socialzoomfactor.com slash audience, and it will help you prioritize your top 
audience and market segments and help you identify those goals that each of them have so that you can better serve them. Number eight, do you know what goals your community has? So what problems do they have? How can you help solve their problems? And are you offering real value to their life or their business that helps them solve those problems? Because the only way you're going to be able to prioritize how you service your audiences and what audiences you need to serve and focus on is to know what they need from you. I cannot stress how important this is. You cannot skip that step. Number nine is do you talk about you, you, and more you, or do you talk about things that are of interest to your community? This is another pretty easy one because you can just go check out your own Facebook page, your own LinkedIn feed and profile, your own Twitter tweets. Are your content posts about you or are they helping your audience? Pretty easy for you to answer that. Even though it may be hard to acknowledge, you know it's going to be pretty easy to answer that question. Make sure that you are talking about things that are of interest to your community. Number 10 is do you share other people's content or only your own? This is really important. And many new marketers to social media forget or just aren't aware of how important it is to just share other people's content. And if you haven't set up a blog or a website yet where you have content that you can share, just go out there and find the best content that you possibly can, whether that be from industry news sources within your niche or relevant articles for your industry, things that can help them solve problems, news that they need to know, things that will help them stay out of trouble, and the list goes on. Because if you're only sharing your own content, your fans are going to spot that behavior a mile away, and you are not tricking anyone except yourself and maybe a few new fans who are eventually going to learn about all of your tricks. Number 11 is, are you inspiring actions for your social community to take that provide value for them or actions that are focused only on helping you optimize your social search, your Facebook algorithm edge rank, or your influence or clout score? Are the actions that you're asking people to take really helping them? So are you saying, follow me? How does that help your audience when you're saying, come follow me on Twitter if they're already your fan on Facebook? Why should they follow you? The number one question you always want to be asking with everything with social is why? Give people a reason to connect with you. Why should they care that you're on Twitter? Why should they care that you're on Facebook, on LinkedIn? Why should they visit your blog? What is in it for them? Any action that you are wanting them to take, make sure that there is a value on the other side. Because if you do that, and when you ask them to click something, you ask them to do something, a behavior that you want them to take, make sure that that click, that follow helps them trust you more. That when they click on that, they know that there is something good on the other side. And this is a way that we have really established trust and authority with our own community. We have conversion rates that range from 53 plus percent up to 
83% on every single one of our landing forms. And I'll tell you that comes from establishing trust. That comes from establishing relationships. And every person in our community that knows us, they know that I will never share a link with them that I have not read myself. And I will never share a link with them that is going to spam them. They know that anytime they click on a link from me, that I am basically approving it as content that is going to help them, going to entertain them, going to inspire them, maybe make them laugh or make them cry. But there's something good for them on the other side. And this is so important. And last is number 12. Why do you do what you do each and every day on the social networks? Ask yourself this question. And the answer to this question of are you building an empire or nurturing a community can be found in your why. Only you can answer this question with real and authentic accuracy. Because if your why that you are doing this every day is only to grow your business, if that's the only reason you are tweeting and you are not wanting to help people or nurture relationships or establish trust and those types of things, you are going to have a very, very hard time and ever seen results in social media because it truly is about the people and the heartbeat of social is people. It's human beings. And so if you want to build a real community, you have got to get over yourself and you have got to quit focusing on building your empire where you are queen or king bee and you need to take off your gold crown and you need to sit it on the ground and humble yourself and sit beside the people in your community because just because you own the Facebook page, you are nowhere ahead of them, okay? Even if you know something way better than they do, We're all equal human beings. And this is what I always tell people in our courses and our workshops when we teach social media. Even if you are brand new to Twitter, you are brand new to Facebook, you are no less of a human being than somebody sitting next to you that has mastered every single social network. And so if you are looking to build lasting relationships, to connect with real human beings in a real way, and to provide value to your community, you are going to see so much greater success with social versus if you are jumping on the social networks every day, putting your little silly crown on and saying, this is my empire. I am going to rock my social empire. So I hope that this podcast has just inspired you to maybe think about whether some of your behavior, maybe not all of it, but even some of it has been a little too focused on building empires versus community. And if it has, hopefully I've given you some good things to think about. I will list some resources on the show notes page at socialzoomfactor.com slash 63 for episode 63. I so value your time and I know your time is limited and valuable. And I know where you invest any minute of the day matters. And I am honored that you spend time with me. And I hope that this podcast proves value to you. I would love to hear your feedback out on iTunes or Stitcher Radio or SoundCloud, wherever you're listening to it. Please leave us a review and let us know what you think. I wish you the greatest success this week and beyond. That's a wrap. 
If you're ready to Zoom your business and Zoom your life, then don't let the end of this episode be the end of your journey. Visit socialzoomfactor.com slash Zoom for incredible free resources and guides. And be sure to join the Social Zoom Factor mailing list so you never miss an episode. We'll see you next time on Social Zoom Factor. We'll be right back. 